0: Well, good morning. My name is Rob Daniels and welcome to Visions and Sound. Now, For those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions and Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here, here we are, show number 17 of 2020 and show number 1018 if you're keeping track that way. Ah, this week's 80s month concludes, unfortunately, with a celebration of the 40th anniversary of Flash Gordon. Now, unlike last week's Empire Strikes Back, uh, Flash Gordon slipped under the radar for me. I actually didn't see it until some years later on TV. At that time, I thought it was just weird and it really didn't appeal to me. It was only... Years later, when I saw it in the theaters during a digital film festival, that I truly appreciated the film. Joining me remotely this week <laughs> is our guests, oh as as he's chuckling in the background, all the way from Ramsgate, England, Jason Drury and from, well, basically just around the corner, Bob Pearson. Welcome to the <laughs> show, guys.
1: Although uh, since the last it- time we did a show, I actually made a point of looking up you and me and doing the uh, doing it. Oh, if I walk from here to there, it's about four point seven kilometers.
0: Okay, so a stone's throw. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> well, and, and, and and if I walk to you, now I'll, I'll drown myself. But that's enough. St-
0: <laughs> yeah, well, start walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so guys, as uh, yes, good morning. So, uh, guys, as for for me, um, like I said, I I saw it on TV. wasn't really didn't really appeal to me. Then saw it on uh, at the digital film festival. I believe it was with you, Bob. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. And yep. uh,
1: I'm trying to remember what else we saw that year. Oh, I,
0: I think Tron was in there as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, we ended it off with the Planet of the Apes or something like that. I, I oh,
1: oh yeah. I, I think, think it was that year. Yeah, I think yeah. that was
0: the that was that same year oh. that there was a bunch now, of
1: With me. Uh, 1980 was when. Uh, uh i was going into doing the uh uh trips on on uh, uh walden transit into downtown sudbury you go in and spend the day you know in the arcades and get some lunch watch a movie go home on the last bus and uh, yeah uh so flash gordon was one of those movies i saw that year so uh and so I would have been about well let's see I would have been 14 at the time.
0: Cool. Yeah, I uh, was I was 10 when that came out, so
1: Yeah, it was it was it was you know and I was young enough that I didn't see it as quite as as cheesy as I do now, but now I look at it more like the idea that it's it's so cheesy it's good.
0: Yes. It's, yes.
1: It's 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 along those same lines as although not yeah, it's along the same lines as the Batman uh, 60s series.
0: Okay, an interesting way of looking at it. Um, so, Jason, how about you?
2: Yeah, I think I first saw it on home video, and I was amazed, I think, at the time, I think it was 10 or 11, like you, you were when, it first, when I first saw it. And mm-hmm. um, it was, I, I watching you know, a home video, I was amazed at the colors they had, the color palette they had. It was very similar to the, Fresh Gordon cartoon strips. Yes. And I, I do remember beforehand of course the they show on the BBC in the mornings some of the Fresh Gordon black and white cereal starring Buster Crab. Mm. So I yep. do remember those funny those funny spaceships that sounded like vacuum cleaners when they flew <laughs> over the trail <globe. laughs> but so I had I had that memory on the board and it's a, it, it was a very weird film. it was some very lovely ladies in it, of course, it looked very nice and I was that that appealed to me when I talked taught again a few times few times. And um the thing that also got to me was of course the, the presence of the great Blind Blessed.
0: Yes.
2: Which oh, it always Who's, it doesn't appear long in the film, but his presence in the movie is uh, quite memor- memorable,
0: quite memorable.
2: Gordon's Gordon's alive. <laughs> and, and, I think, and I think he's been playing on, on, that, on that ever since. But it's really he, he, he could, if he was we could interview him now, I could bellow his answers to you. He's, he's that he's that loud. Well, uh, I, I, we were we were talking. Uh,
0: go ahead. Sorry.
2: Yeah, the thing, uh, interesting what, Rob, what Bob said about uh, the Batman influence that it was written by Lorenzo Semple Jr. who actually wrote a lot of the Batman scripts and the Batman movie in 1966 so it's not ah. surprising the lines that are that corny because he did was very according to an interview he wrote it in a similar way he would have written a Batman and that's why the scripts are so okay. like, the scripts are so corny but of course nowadays I think in re- recent times we now remember of course the great match von Siddle's wonderful Campy performance as Ming the Merciless, and I think he did. It. Yeah, yeah, they had a great time doing that. You can see it in, like the and see it in there. And, and also, also an early, early foray into his fantasy for the great Timothy Dalton as well as uh, yes, some sort of Robin yeah. Hood character.
1: It's
2: so many really interesting things. That really comes out of this movie and of course the score from queen of course and some, some of them a very interesting score by Howard blake which is a real interesting story attached to it
0: okay well we, we'll we actually be talking about that in 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 a little bit i actually inter- had an interview uh, with or did an interview with howard blake uh, a few years back for the uh for an anniversary of the snowman and oh. uh we talked uh, we talked a little bit about uh about the uh, about his his work on Flash Gordon, and I've got like a, a short segment of of that interview, but we'll get to that in a bit. Now, as you mentioned, of course, Jason, um, I was of course well aware of Flash Gordon, the Flash Gordon black and white serials. Uh, they used to play them on I um I don't know what the what the equivalent would be over in 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 England, but uh, they played them on TVO here. And, uh, it was always the, uh, the, the, as you said, looked like the, the, ships looked like vacuum cleaners and had the sparks coming out of the back. It was, it was really, it was, it was, it was a different time for science fiction.
1: Yeah. And they actually do have, uh, an episode of the Flash Gordon serials on, uh, on the savior of the universe edition, uh, DVD of, of the Flash Gordon movie. Yep. And in looking at that, you know, the first thing I think of is, uh, oh shoot and now all of a sudden i'm having a brain fart uh captain proton
0: yes yeah, i was yeah, i yeah. was just gonna i was gonna mention that as soon as you and were no, no. done <laughs> so yeah um why do, well
2: the lightning shield <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah
0: so yeah so um watching watching it now though the uh, the flash gordon uh film uh, as you as you said jason full of uh, color bright and definitely full of camp. So, and of course there's that, that Queen score. Now watching it now, the film is, I love it. So, um, the soundtrack for the, uh, um, uh, for the original was of course released in 1980, but was remastered in 1991 on Hollywood records. And that's what we're going to be listening to, uh, right, uh, right now. So, uh, sit back and enjoy as we're celebrating 40th anniversary of Flash Gordon.
2: Yeah. Clytus, I'm bored.
3: What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. <laughs> <laughs> most effective your majesty will you destroy this earth uh... later i like to play with things while before annihilation <laughs>
4: March below me to the presence of Emperor Ming. -Ming.
3: Emperor.
2: With our measure.
3: We are delighted to hear it. Follow your soul. Jets
4: Dale Arden, Your Highness
3: pathetic Earthlings hurling your bodies out into the void come closer, let us see you no
1: Dale's with me.
0: with just a little bit of music. We'll get back to a little bit more of Flash Gordon in just a little bit, but that's uh, music from the course, the 1980 film Flash Gordon, as we are celebrating the, the 40th anniversary of the film this year. <sighs> so Queen was an unusual choice for music for the film, but in the end, it worked It worked so well. Uh, Flash Gordon is the ninth studio album and first soundtrack uh, album by queen and was released on December 8th, 1980, by EMI Records in the UK and February 1981 by Electro Yet Records in the United States. It was uh, one of uh, of two film soundtracks that they produced along with Highlander. Highlander was 1986. Um, it is the soundtrack to the science fiction film Flash Gordon though that feet and it features lyrics on two tracks, Flash's theme was the only single to be released from the album under the title Flash. Now, also providing music um, to the film was composer Howard Blake. And you know what? I think he puts it best in the interview that I did with him a couple of years ago. So I'm just going to let him talk about it, and we'll be back in just a second.
3: You actually had a chance to, uh, to score the film Flash Gordon. How did that come about? Ah, well, it's <laughs> a funny, uh, funny one, Flash Gordon. I was, I was sitting at home minding my own business one Thursday afternoon, and uh, John Richards, who was the engineer, great engineer who did all the Bond films and everything, he was up at Wembley, CTS Wembley, top studio in London at that time, and he rang me and he said, Are, are you doing anything? I said, um, Why? <laughs> Not too much. No, he said, well, we said, we've got a huge panic here. Uh, we're, we're, we've started recording a film called Flash Gordon, and we've got Dino De Laurentiis here, and we've got the head of Universal's flown over from Hollywood, and we've, we've run out of music. And I said, well, what do you mean you've run out of music? <laughs> he said, uh, well we've got we've got the group queen and they've been in the studio for like a couple of months and they've been working on stuff but they they would asked this uh, they would asked somebody to create a score and i mean it we started yesterday, and in, in fact, he never got to complete it. For in fact, we've we, we've had one, we've got one minute. We've got the whole the, the Royal Philharmonic sitting here doing nothing. Uh, Can you come over? So I, I went over there, and everybody. So uh, Dino said to me, he said, could, "Could you write a complete score for this film by next Monday?" And I said, <laughs> I said. I think if you got, if you got Beethoven and Bach and Tchaikovsky all in this room, I said, they all work. They wouldn't finish it by next Monday. <laughs> I said, because it uh, takes take, take at least month, next Monday to see what it is we need to write. So there was a huge panic. Anyway, um, we then, we, I looked at it, and, and it was clear that uh, Queen had written certain, elements they they had written the song flash which we all know they would written and they'd recorded that and they had also um, Brian May had written certain riffs for guitar and there there were various thematic elements there which were which had been recorded and and Queen wanted that incorporated into a large orchestral score because it was felt that it should have a big sound It was a big epic film. It, at, at that time it had a budget of about fifty million pounds, which is, large. is no, it, in those days an immense amount of money. And it's still a lot of money now, but in nineteen eighty, it was uh, so that so it would have been equivalent cool, to about goodness knows four hundred thousand dollars or something. I set about it, and and it, it actually it just it. I said, I think yeah, I can do this. Uh, I can write a score, and I can incorporate these, the elements that uh, that uh, Queen want incorporated, you know. And I, I can work with it. But I said, it's I'm going to need, you know. I mean, I should. It should take about, I mean, it would take about two months to do it properly. So they said, well, you know, how about two weeks? <laughs> 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 so I said, well, I, I said. So I said, "Well, I maybe could come down to six weeks." I mean, this is ridiculous bargaining thing goes on. And um, eventually, it was agreed that I could have four weeks. But in fact, it turned. It, what happened was that then it turned out that the, the, the supervising music editor had gone on holiday. Somebody else had done. this. somebody else. By the time I got to work, I actually was whittled down for ten days. And I said, "I said, there's no way on earth I can do that." But I did it. And uh, I was—I had—I sat there. I'd got, I got got a tape recorder with the bits of Queen on it. I'd got—I I'd got thousands of timings from bits of film. I I'd got—I I'd got graphs of what I'd got to complete and how soon I'd got to do it. And uh, motorbikes coming, people phoning me from Hollywood, everybody giving me a hard time, and I. It was a, night, a nightmare, a nightmare. But and the final four days before the recordings, I didn't actually sleep. I just, I just went on working, and I got, I did something. I really, at the end of it, I collapsed with uh, chronic bronchitis due to total exhaustion. <laughs> so, I've, I've never done that since. Very unwise thing to do.
0: Devotion to your work. That's uh, Howard, or, uh, Howard Blake, doing the is the score to. Uh, uh, Flash Gordon, along with Queen, in as he puts it, ten days. Yeah. That is insane. Ins- Five
2: hundred page score in ten days and fifteen days, apparently. And the initial composer that Harold Blake replaced was Paul Buckmaster.
0: Ah, I was not aware of that. That's pretty cool. Anyway, so we through the through the the wonderful. Uh, uh, the, the wonderful, um, uh, agent that, uh, that, that, uh, uh actually w- back at the time, um, was a couple of years ago, I was doing a, um, a special, uh, anniversary for, uh, another British classic, the snowman. Uh, which is, uh, uh, which, you know, shows up every Christmas. A lot of, a lot of people will go the snowman. What's that? If you're familiar with a, <laughs> exactly. If you are familiar with a song called walking in the air, then you will know this. It's that Howard Blake. He wrote this, uh, this, uh, this song it became hugely popular. The score for the snowman. And uh, and Flash Gordon, I mean, among many many other scores. But uh, what we're going to do, I, I'm just going to let the let his music speak for itself. And as we're like I said, celebrating the 40th anniversary of Flash Gordon, and this is from a special release um, done a couple of years ago, a promotional release. So it has both. Uh, music from Flash Gordon and also Amityville 3D, but uh, this yep. is this is an interesting an interesting release, a promotional from Super Tracks Music Group. So have a listen, and uh, we'll be back in just a little bit. we'll return to a little bit more of the uh, music of uh, Flash Gordon. That's music by Howard Blake. And we'll also be playing a little bit more of the queen music, but you'll notice that there was a little bit of that, uh, that queen music mixed in there just a little bit. So the, uh, the, 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 score by Howard Blake written in like 10 days, which I think is just, again, guys, that's insane. Uh, Mm. Absolutely. Now we, we've been kind of discussing this off air and I kind of want to. Uh, I kind of want to just touch on it a little bit. Um, around the same time that this uh, that the Flash Gordon film came out, there was also an animated series. And you, uh, Jason, you sent me a link the other day, and yeah, in the end, the the animated series really comes across as I, I'll I'll go so go go on and say a little better. Than the actual uh, film itself, so um, uh, it, it's it also has a, an air of familiarity to it because of, of animation, kind of of that era. Um, so let's have a a, a, a little discussion on uh, the film studio that that's kind of, or the 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 animation studio that's kind of behind that. Uh, Filmation, are you still with me, Jason? Yeah,
2: I'm still with you. Yes, I'm just the about film. Filmation and the story about the t- these two things were linked together. First, it came out originally as a feature. They did a feature called Flash Gordon, The Greatest Adventure of All. It in- came out in 1982. And to help finish it, they turned to Dina De Laurentiis, who agreed to help finance and finish the film. On, ret- on proviso that he would have the rights for the theatrical version. So the two are linked together. Mm. so filmation is well known for its very cheap animation like for example there's so many scenes but so many things repeated and they use a lot of the same voice cast but it's a, a it is to me if, if, you, if, you, if you try and find it on YouTube, I, it, I think the YouTube copy's got like a Japanese subtitle, but it doesn't make any difference. No matter. But it is, mm. I feel, if, if it's written by Samuel A. Samuel Peebles, who wrote the Star Trek episode where No Man Has Gone Before. Right. And also wrote an episode of the animated series of Star Trek, of Reformation. And to me, it's more closer to the actual original Flash Gordon comic strip because it's based in the not in the during World War Two times. And they have uh, the link uh-huh. of. Uh, Mean the Ming too is linked out of Hitler giving him giving him bombs to help win a war. Right. And the ending, the ending of the film to me is far better than the actual end of the actual fi- first quarter. It. it ends extremely suddenly, like I
0: I have a kind of a theory on that as to why the uh, the the eighties film just kind of just stops, and I think that they were trying to go for a franchise and of course mm-hmm. a, as you mentioned bob the the whole the end with the question mark that uh, uh definitely would would be the uh if you've uh, got
1: the hand that picks up the ring and it's like
0: exactly so you've got you've got you've got the seeds planted of a possible and and they do touch on it very very briefly in uh, in a documentary actually that i've dis- uh, that i discovered oh little while ago probably about maybe six seven months ago called life after flash and it is very a very interesting documentary um and about the uh, the making of and then th- what happened to sam j jones after um the film and it's again like i said a very interesting definitely worth checking out uh, you can mm-hmm. find it on, I think, most, plat- most uh, uh, streaming platforms. And you know what? In this time of isolation, you know, watching a good documentary probably wouldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And what a voice cast that Flash Gordon had. Not only had Ted Ted Cassidy in an posthumous role, he, he passed away at the time. Was one of the last things he did was voicing this um, lion man creature in there. And there's a right. few David O'Pastle who appeared in a taste of Armageddon there. Um, and the merciless is voiced by Vic Perrin, the guy who the, the Outer Limits man, who appeared in Mirror yep. Mirror, the voice, uh, the voice of uh, the 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 changeling thing, the uh, M, the changeling uh, robot thing. It's, it's, it's uh, uh, nomad. It's a lot, not lo- nomad. That's it. My turn for the brain. My turn for the brain, please now, Bob.
1: Oh, uh, da da da, da.
2: He was well, uh,
1: Lurch in the Adams family, and, and uh, Rock in uh,
2: uh, yes. uh, What
1: Little Girls Are Made Of, in Star yes. Trek, and and, uh, and, he, and, he,
2: and he appeared in every other Jay Waddenberry uh, pilot afterwards, and was never off. Uh, so
1: And uh, he was also the voice of Baylock, was he not? In uh, I think
0: you're right on that.
2: You're right. Yes, the uh, the the, B- the Baylock mannequin creature always appears at yes. the end credits of most of most of season two Star Trek episodes. Yeah. You have
0: yes
1: five of your minutes to. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: But yeah, so so uh so kind of swinging it back to the uh, the, the to the to uh. the film proper. Um, this is actually, um, uh, uh, oh, and while, while we've got it, well, while, while I'm, I, 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 have the mic at this point, I will say this. If you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. That's all one word. You can also try me on the Twitter at... Visions sound, or you can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. Got some great stuff coming up in the coming weeks. Uh even though 80s month will conclude this week. Um, I have to 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 ask you guys, do you think that um Star Wars or sorry, if would Flat would would the Flash cordon from the nineteen eighties exist without Star Wars?
2: Um it would have no no. I think uh, George Lucas would have made Flash Gordon first because he wanted to do Flash Gordon originally so right. probably without Flash it it's a possibility that if he didn't that Star Wars would not have existed mm-hmm. huh? and and, and, and cin- cinema would have changed uh, well, well blockbuster cinema would have changed because recently George Lucas wanted to do Flash Gordon himself mm-hmm. and, and he was rejected he was not allowed to do it by Dino De Laurentiis he went on mm-hmm. to do his little film called Star Wars, so uh, there's a possibility. You know, it was uh, so many other directors were linked to the project, who not, e- including even one of the foreign directors, Fred, Frederick Fellini was in, was was had a possibility of doing it as well. Who and uh, Nicholas Rogue was involved of it as well, and it was this, and it was attached. To the okay, project before uh, they went. Okay, through, Jason, I'm to actually not, British, British my buddies.
0: I'm actually not familiar with that name, Nicholas Nicholas Rogue.
2: Nicholas Roeg, his best well known best well known film is the classic horror film "Don't Look Now." We've had Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie.
0: Okay, I've, i I'll have to I'll have to look that up because I'm not familiar
2: he's a, with. He's he's a well known. He used to be a cinematographer. And he did see, what I think uh, Donald Camell directed Donald Camell in the past. He was but he and he also it was also known for, but He was the David Barry film, "The Man Who Fell to Earth," was one of his ah movie movies. okay. He was, he so was a very was like a very cult director, and but uh, but the best one of his best known film films is Don't Look Now. So he was linked to the project, and it ended up being the British, direct, British director of Michael who's whose best known film at the time before then was the Michael Kane thriller Get Carter.
0: Okay, okay, so yeah, an interesting, an interesting um, set of. People that lined up. And we, we mentioned a couple of uh, of uh, of the yeah. the great cast that's in this uh, that's in this Flash Gordon film. I mean, you've got a you've got a young Timothy Dalton. You've got uh, you've got Max von Sydow. You've got uh, what was the uh, the guy that played our, our Artis um, or Clytus, Clytus.
2: Oh, uh, not, not Brian Blessed. You're talking oh, about yes, Brian Blessed. no, no, um, I'm not. Peter Wingard. Thank Peter you, Wingard. thank you. Peter know,
0: Wingard was the was the one, we but never, but uh, yeah, we, you you can't talk about Flash Gordon without talking about the wonderful, completely over the top, but absolutely hilarious performance by Brian Blessed, and um, <laughs> the 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 man is the same on screen as he is off screen. It's an amazing uh, to to see him. And Golden's alive.
2: <laughs> he, 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 he swears like a trooper still but he loves his animals he, I think he he, he runs an animal sanctuary as well so he's oh, a really lovely wow. caring man so he's a really nice guy and he's still yeah. he's a British institution he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of those British people we really like in, in in this country like a,
0: he's
2: a we are so proud to have him as part of our, part of our group as it were what, you mean there are British people you don't like? <laughs> <laughs> it is one it's one or two but a few british institutions like you know Stephen fry Brian <laughs> blessed everybody loves Brian blessed because you yeah. can uh, he, he can, he can shout for England you could he could you could, could do it could you don't need skype to talk to Brian blessed where you are you probably shout, he'll probably <laughs> shout you probably shouted into your you
0: you, you, you probably still hear him he's that he's, he's so loud now am I not uh, <laughs> I, if I'm, I'm not mistaken, he was also the bo- the voice of Boss Nass in uh, yes. in uh, yep. the Phantom Menace.
2: That's true. Yes, he was Boss Nass as well. Yes, he, and there's another. Uh, I'm talking of links to Star Wars. The uh, going back to the original film, the cinematographer for Flash Gordon happened to be Gilbert Taylor, who was the cinematographer of the original Star Wars film. Ah, okay. 19- no, I'm 17- 17- 17- 17- 17- 17- there's a lot of links between Star Wars and Flash Gordon film. Okay, Bob?
1: Now I'm gonna show my ignorance here for a moment because you keep mentioning the name Brian Blessed and he was what in Flash Gordon?
0: He was Voltan. He was the oh, he was the Hawkman.
1: Oh oh beautiful. Yes. Like I mean and that like like in the football fight scene, like just with a look he, could, he, he just gets you almost wanting to roar laughing because it's kind of like, oh, you know, like if the action goes by him and he trips one of his men and it's kind of looks like, what, who, me? And then a while later it's like, oh, takes a scepter and baff, smacks another one on the head and then it's like, what, who, me?
2: <laughs> I, 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 I. I could swear in the animation, that's the animated by and am he because it's the same the Volton in the animation looks exactly like Brian Blessed and all he does in the fight scenes is just two not two co- two uh, bad guys' heads together and that's all he does. He mm. does see that same thing three <laughs> or four times. It's yeah. like somebody animates Blind Blessed <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, guys, uh, I think I'm going to continue on with a little bit more of the music of Flash Gordon, uh, th- again, from uh, from Howard Blake. We're going to get into a little bit more of the Queen music a little later on in the show, but, uh, but here is some more music from the score to Flash Gordon, uh, released on a, a special, I think it's, I don't think it's still available, it might be. Uh, look on, uh, if you're looking for the music that's played here, it's a promotional release that was, was done by actually Howard Blake him, himself. Uh, it's a private release, but I think you can still find it on the, um, on the, uh, super tracks music group label. It, you might be able to find it if, with a deliberate search. So, uh, yeah. so if, if, uh, with, with a search, you could probably find this. So yeah, if you're interested in, in the music behind the queen music, Here's a little, here's some more of that music for you from, uh, from Howard Blake. So we'll be back in just a little bit, but, oh, by the way, have to pay some bills first. Stop the spread. COVID-19 can be
1: deadly. The time to act is now. Everyone must do their part to stop the spread of COVID-19. Stay at home, period, full stop. Only go out of absolutely necessary. That means for groceries, for medications, for medical appointments, or if you provide an essential service. Protect yourself and others. Stay home. For information, visit Ontario.ca slash coronavirus. Paid for by the Government
0: of Ontario. Are you tired of buying bottled water? Get a reverse osmosis system for just $4.95 installed and go green. All supplied and installed at Adrian's Water Softeners, 519-778-1413 or adrianswatersofteners.com. 98.5
3: CKWR, Real Radio.
0: A little bit of music from the 1980 film Flash Gordon. That's music by Howard Blake. Um, Off of a very interesting... uh, What's it called? Always escapes me. Super Tracks music release of uh of this this very interesting the score that you don't actually hear on the queen album well you do hear a little bit but this is more a more fleshed out version so we'll be getting to more of the uh of the uh the flash gordon music in just a second but before i do that um i'd like to say this is that um my wife dorothea is um is in, is in up at, up to Freeport and things are not looking good so I ask those that are uh, are, are if, if you're thinking if you're thinking and, and it, generally those would probably know her as Mama D and she does she's done a few shows she's got one coming up later on this morning called uh, Coffee Tea and Mama D," which she has recorded uh, a little while ago um please pray for her she's having it's it, it's not looking good. Uh, the cancer that she had has returned and it's you know it'd be really it'd be really good to, to, to know that she's being thought of at this time so uh, uh, thanks. Thanks to everyone who has sent their well wishes and, and their prayers. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I really appreciate that. Anyway, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. I am also online at facebook.com slash visions in I'm also on the Twitter. At Visions Sound, you can find me there, or you can try my website, visionsinsound.ca. There's a lot of stuff, and probably including a Howard Blake interview that I'm not sure if it's on there. It might be. If not, it will be definitely put up in the coming in the coming weeks. If not uh, tonight. And also uh, a lot of archive shows and that sort of thing, fun stuff that you will be able. Also, something I didn't mention: you also can find my shows on Apple Music podcasts or Apple Podcasts, as they're called. And uh, yeah, you can uh, definitely, definitely um, check out uh, those as well. So just type in "visions and sound" into the church, the, the shirt, the, the church engine, the church engine. Yeah, where's where's my type Type that's it into
2: your show to see what happens. That's what you do. <laughs> yes,
0: in any in any case, it uh, type it into the the search engine that's there, and oh. you should be able to find it. Just type in "visions and sound." You should be able to find it under podcasts. So sh- before before we search ru-
2: engine. engine for me. Just shirt <laughs> engine.
0: Okay, so before we run out of time here, guys, I'm just going to continue on with the music from Flash Gordon. This time it's the Queen album, so we'll just continue on with that. So here is some music from. Flash Gordon, as we're celebrating the 40th anniversary of the film. Back in a bit.
4: Any minute, Dark am going to have a laugh about all this. Your
1: present, Flash.
4: Welcome back from the grave.
3: a fugitive from Ming is treason.
1: Prince Baron, I'm not your enemy. Ming is. Let's all team up and fight him. Lower them into the swamp.
4: You are to be prepared for your wedding. I'm lost, Aura. Nothing can save me now.
2: Shoot you for interrupting his wedding.
3: Let's merciless, ruler of the universe, take this earthling Dale Arden to be your empress of the hour? Of the hour, yes. Do you promise to use her as you will? Certainly. Not to blast her into space? Until such time as you grow weary, huh? I do.
4: I do not.
3: Sight after me, your Majesty. With this ring,
0: I thee wed. And with a little bit of music from the, the absolutely wonderful i'm just listening to these uh wonderful uh flash gordon sound bites in this film a lot mixed in with this queen score absolutely fantastic guys before we run out of time i just want to say thanks very much for being on the show it's uh, it's it's really appreciated
2: absolute pleasure, hey. absolute pleasure as
0: always Love doing it all right Well, that's all for me, for us this week. Uh, Thanks for hanging in those that did. Now, before I end off today's show, I know we've had some fun tonight, but as you're getting on with your day, realize just how awesome you are. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're not feeling right, then there are people out there who can help you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help. As Rocky said, nothing hits harder than life. I know from personal experience, especially with what's going on in my life right now, how hard it is for me to sit behind this mic week after week. I would never have made it this far without the support of a team of people behind me, including my loving wife, Dorothea. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of an emergency, please call 911 for immediate help. The Canadian Association of Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, and Kids Help Phone 1-800-668-6868 all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Well, join me next week as we're heading into May with Wild West Video Game Scores. So I'll end off this week's a show with some more music from Flash Gordon. I'll be back next week with more Visions and Sound. Thanks again, guys. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a good night.
3: of Mongo live together in peace
4: will we ever get out of his hands
3: i don't know but we'll try we certainly invite you all to stay what do you
1: think
4: i'm a new york city girl it's a little too quiet around here for me